just when you think the season's all over, relegations have happened, trophies have been handed out, it's International Week. Welcome back to They Think It's All Over. Yes, it's episode 70 of They Think It's All Over, the Football Shirt Show. I'm Adrian, Football Shirt Talia, and who's joining me this week? It's Mike at Footy Shirts. And Scott at Flying Scotty. And Adam at This One Kit. Who's going to address the elephant in the room? Who's going to ask Scott what a great 10 days he's had? <laughs> well, I'm not going to do it either. So, no, not me. Yeah, I, I, I don't really want... I mean, I'm... I'm... I'm jealous of him because I'm very hot at the minute and he sat there with his kilt on with his legs spread with a nice draft going up there, which is obviously calming him down a little bit and he's choosing not to get involved in your bait there, Eddie. Well, I'm actually, I've had a great 10 days because I've not been in the country. I've been away with work. So I've had no local news, no Sky Sports news. It's been fucking brilliant. 40 odd degrees here, by the way, Mike. So I'm not cold. Is that Fahrenheit though? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, when you do come back, you'll be coming back to uh, a new Champions of Europe and a new FA Cup champ. Well, not new FA Cup champions, but new FA Cup champions, Scott. So I've heard. Luckily, I've not seen any of the footage. So So you seriously watched no football at all, Scott? Like, hand on heart, I was on the plane. I would obviously always watch Man United, even if I wasn't very confident. But I was actually on the plane um, when the game was on. And I've, for obvious reasons, not watched the highlights. And yes, I actively did not watch the Champions League final because why would I? I, I mean, to f- fair play, I think anybody that doubted them was in dream world. Everybody that hates them, which is a lot of people in the world, were hoping for a miracle. There was, they were the favourites in every... As soon as Arsenal dropped the ball, they were the favourites for all three. No disrespect to Inter whatsoever, but they had the lucky side of the draw. And they were never, it was closer than I thought it would be, but I genuinely didn't think they ever had a hope. So there they go, they've done it. It's amazing what billions of pounds and the best current manager, active manager in football will get you. I'm just surprised it took me so long to do it, to be honest. I'd take a slightly different approach and I'd say that trying to put any, I've got no club bias with it. As I've always said, I'm a Villa fan, Man City mean fuck all to me. Um, I think it's an incredible achievement. I think the one thing I don't like about it is the constant comparisons that are going on between the 99 treble team and this team. It's different fucking teams. It's different eras of football. It's, it was almost a different game then. So just stop comparing and just enjoy fucking football. But all that aside, I, I didn't think the final was great, but... I, as I said last week on the pod, I wanted to see City win it. I like the fact that, you know, British clubs have generally been very successful in Europe this season. I think it's it's good. It's good for English football. Yeah, well, that's old news now. And of course, we've got some current kit news coming your way. But before we get to that, what else have we got coming today, Mike? I think we've got a bit of kit history. More than one this week. You'd be treated to a, a bonus, double, possibly even a triple, maybe. And there's no rant this week because it's clearly what I'm upset about, but we don't do football team Twitter because it never ends well. I love the fact you're so mellow because you've just been like ignoring the internet. So, so right, so you've not watched a football game for 10 days. Have you bought a football shirt? <laughs> I bought four all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's method to my madness though. So our uh, esteemed 
football shirt collector. I'm sure we all follow him. He's also a fellow Man United fan. Andy at Everybody Shirts. He lives in Norway now. And he kindly has offered to mule me some Denmark shirts because he's coming, he's visiting the UK in July. So he has ordered me some new Denmark shirts and he's going to hand carry them to the UK and then post them to me. So it was very kind of him. And because it was, I was saving so much on customs and postage that I just went all out. <laughs> That's not like you, Scott. <laughs> I was like, wait, you, you say because you're saving on customs and postage, you go all out on every fucking shirt you buy. It's no <laughs> different. You'd have still done it even if you weren't saving. No, but at least this way I've saved some money. <laughs> yeah, and I'm contemplating a fifth because, you know, we, all of us are completists. We've spoken about this before. And does anybody remember, <laughs> this is a few weeks ago now, but does anybody remember what I ordered when I was pissed and woke up in the morning and didn't know I'd order it till I read the email? Were, was this the Denmark goalkeeper? Correct. So, oh, I reckon, so, so does that mean you bought the other one that was, because it wasn't it the, the, was it the blackout or the green out goalkeeper shirt that you bought? So does yeah. that mean you've completed so, the set of all the... You had the home was the red out, the away was the white out, the third was the black out, and the keeper was the green. Well, it turns out there's also a yellow goalkeeper <laughs> shirt available. So there's a yellow out shirt that was, and Unisport have them all. And because they were not particularly popular, then they were all 50% <laughs> off. So the 50% off plus Andy had a discount code. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get the set. So I now have the home, the away, the third, and the two goalkeepers. <laughs> Just because, I don't know. They were only 40 quid, so. As a, as a completionist, I don't think you need to buy that many Denmark shirts in the last 10 years. I think you can probably get away with one Denmark home shirt to cover about, well, probably about the last 40 years, can't you? Yeah, but they're cheaper if you buy the new ones. I'm not The old ones are still hundreds of pounds, so. Which you have anyway. But yeah, I do have a few of them. <laughs> well, you can't have you can't have the you can't buy have the reissue and not have the original. You have to have both so you can compare. The logic of Scott. There we go. Adam, I think we better kick off some news, don't you? Uh, yes. So I'm going to talk about um, what's happened in the Netherlands, and they've done a really lovely thing. It's the second year they've done it, I believe, where the players when they turn up for international duty, have turned up wearing the kits of their first amateur football teams. And it's just a really lovely thing. I do implore everyone to have a look at it. If you haven't seen it, go and have a look at the Netherlands official Instagram. You've got all the pictures of different players like Cody Gakpo, Virgil van Dijk, Ginny Ronaldum. So all the... Uh, Any chance there's no Liverpool players no, there? No, yeah, <laughs> Fine, <laughs> Frankie de Jong. We'll go with Frankie de Jong, David Klassen all of the players wearing kits from their amateur team. And it's just a really lovely thing. It's just great seeing players kind of reflect on where they came from, seeing all the different shirts. Obviously, because it's kind of lower league, there's a big kind of discrepancy in some of the quality of them. But I think that adds to it, actually, seeing yeah different players wearing some slightly strange shirts, some bad quality um there's a frankie picture of a frankie de Jong, and it just looks like a very like bad training kit and then yeah Ginny Wijnaldum was in his sparta rotterdam shirt which is a little bit more professional and yeah it's just a really lovely thing it was to celebrate national football day in the netherlands so yeah really good didn't the germans do this recently wasn't there pictures of the stuttgart boys and 
Ooh, possibly. I remember. Yeah. I remember France doing a team photo before the World Cup in their first shirts. They left Guendouzi out because he he plays for Marseille and he'd have to wear a PSG shirt, so he sat out the photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like it. I think it looks really good. I think it's quite cool seeing all those players. But favourite was the Matthias de Ligt one in his, I can't remember the name of the team now, but he actually had, it was a really, really nice shirt. It's like a yellow one with kind of like... um what would you call it? Like paint splatter sash in in uh, red and blue. Look really, really good. Um, FC, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. it I'm just going to say that it's the club that he started at. But no, come on. No, people, no, no. People want to know. Oh, fuck's sake. Um, well, just so you know, it's spelled FC and then it's A-B-C-O-U-D-E. What the fuck? Abcoud? 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 What the at first, I just thought it was F C A B C D. That reminds me a little bit when I was at university um, and I played uh, five aside. Our team was A B C D E F C, and it reminds me a little bit oh. of that. <laughs> cool name though. I like that. That's almost as good as Scott. What was your What was your team name, Scott? That you had the Galaxy one. Oh, the L K Galaxy. Yeah, because of the LK name Galaxy. of the port. Yeah. Good, yeah. good names. Good names. And so, yeah, it would be really nice if uh, we could see this happen in England. And it, yeah, but whether we ever will see that or whether it will just be lots of people wearing their own shirts from their current teams because a lot of players just start off at like Manchester City, Liverpool these days and things like that. So who knows? Yeah, it'd be nice to see. What else have we got out there in the international kit news sphere this week? Yeah, so what are your favourites, AD? Italy, they are going to be wearing a special kit uh, this Thursday on the 15th against Spain. And it's an all-white kit, which is a bit of a throwback because anybody who actually pays attention to kit history will know that we spoke about Italy and their first kit was all white. Um, this one is going to be white shirts, white shorts. And I think from the look of the graphic I'm looking at, it, it looks like black socks, which is a quite a nice look. And it is to celebrate 125 years of the basically the Italian Football Federation. So, yeah, has anybody seen this one? Look, I think it looks really good. I've seen the mock-up, yeah, that you that you sent through, and it does look cool. I just I quite like Adidas, and I think they've done a good um done a good job with the Italy kit. So I think it'll be another you know the three stripes on their shoulder. It's a good look, isn't it? Yeah, I think it looks quite smart. I really do like the addition of the black socks. I think it gives it that little bit a little bit of difference to it. The design itself is fairly standard, like it's quite a plain shirt, really. But yeah, the detailing around the badge, I think is quite striking as well. I think a lot of collectors are going to really like it because of that. None of the images are particularly brilliant of it at the moment, but it almost looks like it could have that sort of like marbled pattern within it. Like we saw, I think, is there a way shirt that's got a similar thing, hasn't it? But I, I do like all the what looks like gold detailing, gold Adidas stripes and logos well with, with some additional detailing around the Italy badge as well. I think it looks good. Yeah, excited to see what that looks like on the pitch tomorrow. So, Scott, there's uh, a game at the weekend as well. Brazil, they're looking at um, making another interesting kit choice. Yeah, and I think this is actually a really uh, special thing that they're doing. They're actually breaking one of their big kit rules and doing so as well. But Brazil are playing in Barcelona against Guinea in a friendly on Saturday. And for the first half, they are going to be wearing the black goalkeeper shirt from the 22 World Cup in solidarity with uh, Vinicius Jr., who was very publicly racially abused during a game and La Liga made an absolute fucking balls up of the process after the fact. So I think it's very poignant. They're playing a game in Spain. And for the first time ever, Brazil will be wearing a black shirt for the outfield players. Now, they're only going to do it for the first half and then they're going to switch back to the yellow 
um, for the second half. But yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's an, it's everything you love about the kit world, isn't it? It's making a stand for something right. It is a beautiful shirt as well, regardless of the, the message they're passing. And it also gives you that kind of strange, it'll be something for Mike's kit history in 10 years. It'll be that one time that Brazil decided to wear black. So yeah, I think it's an overall really good thing to do. And, you know, everybody will be in support of the stance. And I think it's great that it's in the country that made an arse of, of the proceeds. But in terms of um, the geek in all of us, it'll be interesting to see what kind of name set they use. So will they use goalkeeper name set that obviously will they will not have produced any of those name sets because it was never to be worn as an outfield or will they just use one of the uh, home or away name sets on the kit? But yeah, I think they'll be very, um, they'll look very good and they're standing up for a very good thing. So bravo. I think the kit looks all right. I've got to be honest with you, I'm more intrigued by the fact they're playing Guinea. I, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I just spent the last... Whilst you were talking about it, I pretty much knew what you were going to say, Scott. So I had a quick look at some of the Guinea players. So can anybody name me a current Guinea player? I think Adam probably can. Oh, or can he? He's probably, he's probably um, injured. Yeah, no, I was I was just thinking, um, is that where uh, Naby Keita's from? It is, it is. Um, no longer of Liverpool anymore, of course. No, because no. that also confused me because it said that he plays for Werder Bremen. He does, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that really plays, is going to be a strong word. Let's see if he does ex- <laughs> ever actually so, play for them. I was going to say, he's not been a Liverpool player for a few years, though, no? So just looking through some of their current players, by the way, they have a player uh, who is a defender called Antoine Conte. That That's that's good. Uh, and apart from that, I've never heard of a single player that plays for their team, to be honest with you. I'm trying to decide if some of them I have or I just think they are. But yeah, I, I just can't really, I can't really get my head around Brazil playing Guinea in a friendly and what, what purpose that, that serves, really. But hey, we'll get to see an interesting kit. So it never news. So that's probably international kit wise, isn't it? And I think Germany did something cool with their badge on Monday night as well, just gone in the draw of Ukraine. They they did, but just as an aside, and as we're talking about internationals, by the way, did anybody notice see that Portugal are switching from Nike to Puma? Yes. That that could be interesting. Uh, uh, Disastrous, I would say. Yeah. Uh, f- f- friend of the pod, Pedro, doesn't seem too pleased about it but yeah let, let's see what happens with that one because they've not exactly been brilliant with their kits recently have they so yeah we'll just see how that plays out well to be fair that one you're wearing tonight's all right but that's they tend to go from a half decent shirt to the fucking worst shirt you've ever seen in your life that's that's their scale of design and there goes our puma sponsorship for next week uh <laughs> right so germany is something cool a badge for their anniversary or something uh should we move away from international kits i, I think we probably have to talk about a certain transfer that's gone through and the implications that could have around future collectible football shirts yeah obviously messi is on the move again to play much to barcelona's dismay because they were still hoping he'd come back yeah so he's off to enter miami so i think we'll see a massive influx and in sold out shirts if you like into Miami shirts, getting the number 10, apparently, of course, Phil Neville's got to be spitting feathers, <laughs> just being sacked. And they're about to get messy Busquets and Suarez. <laughs> messi could be gutted. He could have dreamed of playing under Phil Neville. A few interesting um, things have come from the deal though. They, uh, I noticed there was a, one of the big accounts had said they found it quite interesting how involved Adidas were in uh, the transfer but for those of you that know football this is not the first time Adidas have played a massive part in an MLS transfer is it boys 
I don't need to spell out who the first was, do I? Well, you better do because the Manchester United kits man couldn't for that charity shield game. Steve, Steven <laughs> Gerrard to LA Galaxy. Robbie Keane to LA Galaxy. <laughs> Fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought so, you were going to go on with no reaction then. I was really pissed off. <laughs> and the best thing is, is that they're interlinked. So the fact that you would comment on one and not the other is even funnier. But so not only did Adidas pay a portion of Beckham's salary, but the MLS also gave him a buy-in clause for a new franchise team, which at the time was an eye-watering $25 million. Does anybody know the current value of Inter-Miami? Bear in mind he paid $25 million. I don't, but when we had friend of the pod, Alexi Alas, on a few weeks ago, he did say that buy-in now or something like 400 million to buy into a club or something just to buy in so so beckham got into miami for 25 million they're currently valued at 600 million and they believe that once messi arrives they will be an estimate worth an estimated one billion dollars that's insane and it'll be pissed yeah. on you when they don't win the mls cup as well <laughs> well, well well they won't because mess what's i mean messi's I'm not sure. Well, we've all we've spoken about this before. He's one man going to one team. That team could be. Aren't they currently bottom as well of their conference? Yes, the, yeah, the the rock bottom. But I mean, the playoffs let so many teams in. It could change. But I, I think if they get the other players, then he'll be more influential. But he's not gonna he's not gonna do it on his own. They've given him promises of certain revenues to shirt sales and TV rights, and so I think he struck a very good deal. But yeah, I just wanted to. Let everybody know that it's not the first time Adidas have uh, gotten involved in a an MLS transfer, but there we go. Didn't Eminem have these shirts in not long ago at like a ridiculous price as well? Yeah, I bought one. They had the away. They were thirty five quid or something ridiculous for this season's yeah for this season's away authentic. Yeah, what do you think they're going to be worth now, Scott? Well, if you want to buy one, they're they're still one hundred and fifty dollars. From the MLS store, and if you want sleeve patches in the name set, then you're going to be looking at, yeah, that's usually like 190 Then you've got shipping and taxes on that. It's a lot of money. Ouch. Whereas I'll just buy a messy name set and stick it on with my own, <laughs> my own press. Of course you will. Of course you will. Um, <laughs> that kind of chat doesn't impress us, Scott. It doesn't impress us. Right, has anybody got any other news before we move on? No, I'm all out of news. Nope. Right, in that case, we are going to move on to this week's new releases, Quickfire Style. For anybody who's never listened to the show before, why not? But secondly, we'll let you off if you're going to listen to the back catalogue. Just to explain what we do here, during this time of year, we see an awful lot of new kits released. So we very quickly go through them with a three-word review from each of the panellists. We're going to go... Mike Adam Scott this time just to mix up the order and I'm going to kick off with the first shirt which is Fenerbahce's new home shirt brilliant throwback very good throwback nice caller I just fill town with their new Umbro shirt decent mm, nice detailing the gold I mean well, that's more than three words sorry I couldn't do it simple and stylish well worked stripes well worked yeah it works uh we've got Wickham Wanderers debuting with Hummel. Rare Hummel miss. Very average. Hummel's worst yet. No quarters given there, lads. 
We've got Walsall FC's trio kits with area. I want three words reviewing all three. I've I've got I've got three that just through my three words do all three. Poundland appropriate sponsor. <laughs> oh, good grief. Um nice colour usage. So for those of you that are listening, the picture goes white green, white red green. So shoulders, cuffs, shite. <laughs> right, well, okay so one interesting figure I'm, I'm sure this is probably what they've done and they did it the season just gone is all of their kits are completely interchangeable which is quite cool so all the shorts and all the socks and all the tops could be completely mixed so you're right scott those three colors do carry across all shirts i think it was Walsall as well i could i could be wrong on this so i'll be corrected no doubt if i am but i'm sure they did a thing where they're third or away kits were used as goalkeeper kits as well so there technically wasn't like a goalkeeper kit he just wore whichever one they weren't wearing so maybe they're doing that again as well i can hope so because i think it was a brilliant idea i'll give them that yeah somebody needs to tell a cast story about this (laughs) so they don't have to release (laughs) training shirts Next up, I'll let somebody do more than three words if they read the spiel from from Nike as to why this shirt was designed. Tottenham Hotspur's home shirt. Very, very spursy. Better up close. Becoming like Ajax. Does somebody want oh. to quickly find the guff and read it? Because it's absolutely <laughs> mental. Like it's, de- it's legitimately... It's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, it's legitimately the worst spiel I've ever heard. The, uh, the wording that Nike gave on the press release was inspired by the sounds of n17 and the nation's broadcasting history get ready to make some noise in a tottenham hotspur 2023-24 home shirt jesus christ they're they're taking the piss now aren't they to to be honest that they're really that they've just looked around london and gone oh bbc i don't know television aerials radio waves that'll do you know (laughs) what will save this shirt though it's when Harry Maguire's wearing it next season. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the only thing we'll save the shirt is when they win a trophy in it, but the uh, the chances Lol. of that I think are quite limited, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, Not- let's uh, let's move on. I think just editing up actually a feature for future weeks, Forgotten Football Clubs, and Tom basically gets rid of all Spurs listeners in that feature anyway. So if you're a Spurs listener that's thinking of switching off and never tuning back in, uh, you might as well just do it now. Next shirt we've got is Wrexham's new Macron shirt back in the Football League. Bit for Hollywood. More Macron class. Absolutely beautiful. Newcastle United with their new home shirt. It's really good. Seller. Sellouts. <laughs> Sorry. That's the same case. No, no one knows what, what I'm on about there. The sponsor is Seller. Same as 22-23. Scott, good news for you on this one. The pattern does go on the back. The stripes are full on the back of his shirt. That one you over? I don't mind them, to be honest. Yeah, I thought last year's one was good as well. It's classic, isn't it? It's, it's what a Newcastle shirt should be. Classic, bold stripes. I think we'll all agree on that. And finally this week, from Joma and Spain, we have Villarreal's new home shirt. Just yellow, in it. I was just going to say yellow. That's all <laughs> you can say about it. Saved by Jackard. Yeah, right, it does look like there's a nice little pattern in there. Right, that wraps up this week's new releases. I'm sure there'll be many, many more over the coming weeks. But for now, let's move on to some kit history. Mm. 
Get history, get history, we haven't made it up. Get history, get history, we read it on Wikipedia. Right, after last week's went down so well, I thought I'd try and keep up the actual research. Um, So, yeah, quick question for you all. What have Marseille, Lazio and Olympiacos got in common? Anyone know? Everybody's not really looking like they know. Little cheats. No, it's not that. (laughs) It's not that. I mean, they might be. I don't know a lot about the clubs in particular, but I mean, it's going to be something to do with fucking football kits. And that's why we're here. Right. So basically, I'm going to start with Marseille. Uh, Marseille were inspired to clothe and name themselves by the Olympic movement and its ideals in the late 19th century. The name they chose, of course, was Olympic de Marseille, and they chose the blue and white of the Greek flag for their colours, as they were the original founders of the Olympic traditions. And Lazio also chose the colours of the Greek flag, originally playing in sky blue and white quarters. And they, of course, also play at the Stadio Olimpico, which was renamed for the 1960 Olympics, which were held in Rome. And then finally over to Olympiakos. Now, we know they don't wear blue and white, but Olympiakos were formed in 1925 when the two clubs of, I'm going to get the pronunciations of all of this stuff wrong, by the way. So Olympiakos were formed in 1925 when the two clubs of Piraeus merged. And here we go. Those two clubs were Athleticos, Podos, Farikos, Silicos Perios, and that's just one club, Omilos Falathlon Perios. <laughs> and that is just as fucking hard to say as it sounds. The new club w- was named Olympiakos Club of Fans of Perios, a name inspired by the Olympic Games. The idea was to instill the morality, the vying, splendor, and sportsmanship of ancient Greece. The club also adopted the laurel-crowned adolescent as the club's crest, which represents an Olympic champion, and they chose red and white as their colours, with the red representing passion and victory, and white representing virtue and purity. So the answer to the question, gentlemen, is all three teams' kits and colours were inspired by Greece and the Olympic Games. Every time I do this, everybody's like, mm, I think he might be full of shit. And I just wait for you to just <laughs> accuse me of making it up. As a little side note, uh, I had a quick look. I thought it was quite interesting. Uh, Olympiakos have had 13 manufacturer changes using six different manufacturers, one of which was ASICS Tiger. Not just ASICS, they specifically had ASICS Tiger on their shirts. So if you go and have a little look, some of those look quite cool with that old style ASICS logo as well. The other the other brands they have, by the way, were Umbro, Puma, Adidas and Lotto. So yeah, extra bit of kit history for you there. It's interesting that none of them are from Greece. The Greek flag for their colours, isn't it? It's kind of unusual. Oh, you oh, Marseille and yeah, obviously Olympiakos are from Greece. I'm looking at your fucking T-shirt and thinking Fernabache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did. I think it was quite interesting. Yeah, the two, yeah, the two teams, you know, Lazio and obviously Marseille. Yeah, and to, I'm sure to go to another country. There's probably more out there that were inspired by Olympic Games and things like that as well. So, if you know of any, let us know. Or don't, Adam. Any reflections on that? No. <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah, it's interesting when teams you kind of go back in history and they're inspired by different countries, where, whether it be like England, they have like the England flag uh, on their badge or anything like that. Although 
AC Milan, that's not the case, is it? It's the flag of St. George, but it's not. A lot of people get that confused and say that's an English flag, but it's not to do with that. Are we more tribal now? And and that's why, because can you imagine a, a club from a country bringing out a shirt inspired by a different country's colours or history? I'm not sure it would go down so well in modern day football. Yeah, probably true. Probably true. Just as a little side note, though, I do think in case anybody decides to throw this at Adam at some point, I think, am I right in thinking that AC Milan were actually founded by Englishmen? Is that part of the St. George's flag as well? Because I know that they use the spelling of Milan in its English form uh, to honour its English founders as well. So, yeah. So an awful lot of clubs in Italy were founded by Englishmen, uh, including Genoa, the oldest club in Italy, which was founded by James Richardson, formerly a football <laughs> Italia. Uh, no, di- di- different guy, different guy. But no, a lot of Englishmen, um, we, we took the game to, beautiful game to Italy, I believe. But maybe that's a future history for us, Milan. Maybe, maybe, maybe because some of them are not really big enough and long enough to do as like features of their own. Maybe we just round up a load of little clubs in Italy. When I say did little do... clubs, I don't mean to offend anybody. <laughs> was good, did, did, did we? Did we have done international, haven't we? As um, uh, they will always call yes, them. Yes, we we have, we have. Yeah, I think there was English links to them as well, wasn't there? Hence the the St George's flag and so on. Yeah, I don't know. I can't fucking remember. I barely remember when I write a dance to come and tell you lot. So I'm not going to remember weeks and weeks on. I was just going to say, I don't, I don't tend to listen to the founders. I'm always waiting for the uh, contentious, where did the colour come from portion of kit history. Do you know what you do one week, Mike? You actually need to do a quiz that is just repeating the answers are kit histories that you've done do you to know see what? who's actually listened. Do you know, genuinely, I've already started writing that. <laughs> <laughs> I better start listening again I'm getting zero I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't want anybody to go back and just like cherry pick the kit histories but I I, I this is so sad but I every note I make for this podcast is kept in a file every single individual note and the kit histories are kept separately so I've got them all and I've started like making little notes on them how you can put them into kit um quiz questions so yeah don't I, worry that, I, that's coming I couldn't I couldn't even get this week's kit history correct and you just finished speaking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Scott thinks that Olympiacos play in fucking Turkey. So. <laughs> yeah, he's going to play a Darren Anderton sick note that week when we have that quiz, I think. <laughs> I'll be at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we know you're lying. Good one. I like that, Mike. I like that. And I'm looking forward to what we've got coming next in future weeks. I'll tell you what, what have we got coming in future weeks? Well, as you said earlier, Eddie, the next feature that will be going out will probably be the Forgotten Football Clubs one, which I wasn't part of. So I'm even looking forward to listening to myself. Interesting to see how he's pissed off all the Spurs fans as well. But yeah, apart from that, we've got some really interesting stuff. We're recording a lot of stuff over the next week or so, and we're going to be bringing... I mean, we're talking world-class TV presenters and journalists and international footballers. And yeah, it's just all looking pretty good, to be fair. Well, it was Steve McManaman until he said world-class TV presenters. (laughs) (laughs) You think of Jake Humphrey there? World-class basics, world-class presenter. I was just about to say, Adam, if if anybody has a spare five minutes, go and look up the Jake Humphrey highlights that are kicking about now that he's resigned from BD Sport. It is oh yeah, there was that there was that Twitter awful. thread, wasn't there? Which is a uh, it's Sir Alan Partridge. I mean, as someone yeah. who lives in Norwich, um, a big fan of Alan Partridge, and you know Jake Humphrey is from this area as well. 
less of a fan of Jake Humphrey, but are we allowed to say that on here? Oh, um, yeah, you're allowed to say it, but if he doesn't like it, someone will come back and tell you and we'll have to take the whole fucking pod down and then re- re-upload it again. That was uh, my fault too, wasn't it? It was my intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <To that fucking. laughs> yeah. So, Adam, you coming back next week? Um, if you'll have me again, sure, why not? No. Oh, I had a good run. <laughs> good night, Sorry. everyone. Pound, pound lamb pep is fucked off for next week. <laughs> oh, honestly. But... So, no word of a lie, I told my friends who I work with that one of my football shirt friends calls me pound lamb pep, and they absolutely pissed themselves. They thought it was brilliant. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you for that. That's and... quite all right. That's what I'm to be for. fair, you, our mutual hate for Man City is the only reason we ever let a fucking Liverpool fan on here. <laughs> that's fair (laughs) okay okay right so thank you very much for everybody who's listened today you've been listening to me football shirt talia mike at footy shirts scott the flying scotsman and adam poundland pet they think it's all over no they think it's all over not they think it's all over why do i I can't get it right myself oh well it is now (laughs) 